Life in general is quite absurd. When you run a business, you realize the absurdity of it. People at home might be like, oh, this is kind of unprofessional or whatever. But it's like, I actually don't think that it is because I think this is the kind of client that is not worth the money. I'm trying to be so delicate here. This episode is sponsored by Vorboss. Check them out in the description below. It's just crazy, man. Yeah. It's just crazy. Like, did you think we'd be here if we said this to each other like two months ago? It's crazy, man. It's just crazy. Like, you know? For context, two episodes ago, we were like, this is crazy because we might not even make rent this month. And then last week, we're like, dude, do you realize if everything goes to plan, we could have like a 10K month? <laughs> and then, what a balance. And then last week, uh, so that was crazy because the difference between those two. And then last week, we obviously had a guest. So we didn't make a diaries episode. We didn't, no. But last week, we were like, whoa, dude, things are going really, really well. And if this month goes well, and if things that we have planned now go well, we're looking at our first 20K month. And we're like, whoa. And now, one week after that, so now, today, <laughs> it's like... It's just like you talk about the highs and lows, man. It fucking gets you, you know. Like you you're just staring into it. I just, I can't. I just, honestly, man, yeah. it's true. It's true. <laughs> I thought we would have learnt it by now. Going off the highs to the lows, you always know when you're at a high. Yeah, a low is coming. <laughs> Hello, my old friend. Here we are. <laughs> I think, yeah, like the reason we say that is because of the fact that. We realized today in the car on the way here that our outreach strategy initially to an entire industry <laughs> didn't really yield any results, did it? Yeah. That's the truth. Well, it remains to be seen. Yeah, true. There are still warm leads, actually. Yeah, true. No, there yeah. are. There's one really warm lead. We bet body can censor okay. out, but yeah. like, and cover my mouth, obviously, when I say yeah, it. But yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really warm lead. That is a warm lead. You're tr that's right. Um, no, we can be optimistic about it. We and, can be optimistic uh, about it. And could still come through <laughs> i mean really like you said i, I you can't say, say that. a straight face i couldn't man. i like, couldn't get through the end of that sentence there's no one that signs on the dotted line a month after an initial <laughs> conversation where we think yeah we've closed it it's fine well there is a long uh, sales cycle to some of this stuff like you know some people do yeah you know, cash flow issues and things sure man <laughs> yeah whatever helps you sleep at night right you know? yeah right yeah, yeah. yeah exactly yeah 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 i get it uh, i think that's unlikely i'll be honest um, it probably is unlikely which yeah i think although joking aside i do think we'll have much better uptick with uh recruitment agencies i agree we'll go for that and we've sort out we'll sort out our lead gen side of the business within the next two weeks probably two and yep. a half weeks We'll get that up and running and start generating some stuff through from that, which will be cool. We um, did make a really good dent in uh, in everything today. We did. We yeah, we did. Have we mentioned what we're doing? Uh, yeah, it was the consumer side of the business, wasn't it? Yeah, so we're, we're obviously we're launching um, a B2C model for the studio. So we're going to be renting the studio out by the hour. And uh, we've been needed to... We essentially needed to make a website for that and to get everything set up and the scheduling and the calendar side of it and figure out what our offer's going to be. And we made a pretty big dent in that today. So we're... we're basically ready to launch at this point we are there's a couple of things we need to sort out on the website but it's basically done yeah, yeah. you've made a good dent on that um and we've also made a good dent in the lead gen yes setup because there was a really annoying email like technicality that needed to be fixed there's it a was. whole bunch of back-end stuff to do lead gen properly so that basically people don't think your emails are spam or yeah. phishing or spoofing or whatever and uh and we got that sorted today we did 
Indeed. And you had quite a surprisingly pleasant customer experience. Very, uh, very good. Yeah. Not think, really... think how quickly it was. Think how quick it was to actually get that resolved. It was. And how straightforward. It was so easy. Why can't every call be like that? Here's my issue. Yeah. Can we just jump on a quick Zoom call or Google Meet call, whatever works for you, yeah. and just go through it in the next 10 minutes and get everything ticked off and done? Yeah. That'd be fantastic. That would be. You know, imagine doing that with HSBC. Mm. How much better that would be. I was saying, <clears throat> like, going back to the client thing, I was saying in the car on the way here that, I feel like. What were you saying in the car on the way here? I feel like there's a few other things. Do you mean the other thing? You mean... The other thing, yeah. Okay, the thing I was saying in the car. Well, I'll get to that. The f- Sorry, the... I interrupted you. No, 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 it's wrong. fine. What I was, what I was used to it. What I was gonna say. What I was Slide gonna it. say is, uh, no, I was thinking a lot about how life in general is quite absurd. Not to get all Albert Camus on it, but life is quite absurd. And I think when you run a business, you realize the absurdity of it. I mean, I was thinking in the car, like it is insane to go from two weeks ago being like oh how are we gonna pay rent to now being like oh we could be looking at like our first 20k month in, within two months of launch to now being like oh we haven't closed a single client from this whole <laughs> from this whole batch of things like it, i know i know it is mental it is crazy. so it, it, this is what's so cool in a way about doing this show which is like you it's are true, li- yeah you are seeing the meat grinder you are literally seeing and my head's about to go in it. But yeah, you are yeah. seeing the meat grinder. That is true. That is I true. I mean, this is this is the stuff that, you know, it's like, and I I, I reckon one thing that would be good to, to say to people, because I feel like people at home who maybe aren't running a business or haven't started one yet, or they don't, they just, they're not planning on it, but they're interested in it. I could imagine people asking, how does that even happen though? How mm-hmm. can you go from literally being worried you're not even going to be able to make rent to suddenly being like, Oh, 20k in a month. Like how how can you even go from one extreme to the other in in 2 weeks? But I feel like if there's one thing that I've learned <clears throat> over the last how many months that we've that we've been running this business, I think it's about 4 months now mm. that we've been running this. Uh the one thing I have learned is that it's not nothing is done until they've paid. Nothing is done until Absolutely. they've paid. That's one thing I've learned. And I said that to my dad the other day when I was out for lunch with him and he said, "Yeah, that's 100% true." I learned that years ago <clears throat> in finance. I I learned that. Yeah so many times an investor be like yeah but it's different when I'll it's do- for someone else though because it was the same in recruitment I, I would only get commission when they the client had paid the invoice and that's how i kind of mm. grew accustomed to it but when it's your own business you almost believe your own bullshit and you're like oh dude we could do like 20k this month yeah, if, yeah. if everything falls into place as it should then we'll do 20k this month yeah and then you get to where we are now and you're like actually i don't think that's anywhere near reality but it's true there's one thing i've learned it's that nothing's done until people pay which is a good motto. It's a kind of good motto to live by when you're running a business because it does ground you. It is, I would say, surprising to me how some people. I'm trying to think how I word this. <clears throat> I think it is surprising to me how some of the people that you deal with in business. I think it's surprising how they conduct business in the sense that you kind of come across every now and then, like I'm I'm obviously being very like tactful. That's why I'm speaking it the way I'm speaking, like as slowly as I'm speaking it. But there are some emails you get from some people. There are some ways of doing business. People kind of go, where you sort of go like, why? Mm. As in like, we've been doing this for hardly any time. And we we're, we know like, I wouldn't do that. That would come across That's as true. rude or that would come across as unreliable or that would come across as like flaky or that would come. But for some reason, you, you do encounter people where you're like, well, hang on, three days ago, you said this. But that's just the personality types that. of people you're dealing with. The truth is not everyone's as black and white as you and I. And not everyone looks at it through that lens. Do you lens. think it's that though? I don't I know. Do, I think it is. I think because uh, ultimately you and I are very straight talking, honest, 
just straightforward people mm. and i think a lot of people are not and when you're dealing with people that run businesses or own businesses or in charge of budgets within businesses it's not as it's not as black and white as that do you think it's because people aren't as black and white or honest or do you think it's because they might be too agreeable in personality type and therefore they end up agreeing to things that they wish they hadn't agreed to and then are forced to back out of it in a socially a sort of socially inconvenient way <clears throat> i think there's definitely an element of that yeah i do but i don't necessarily think that it crosses everyone's mind when they're doing it or there is a more unflattering answer to us which is that we are just not a priority but i wouldn't even go as far as to say that we are not a priority i wouldn't i mean i wouldn't phrase us as a priority for these businesses to be honest with you however on the caveat to that a lot of the businesses that we've spoken to do appreciate the importance of what we're doing and what we're offering i, I didn't no no sorry to clarify i didn't actually mean not a priority in terms of our service i meant not a priority in terms of like i don't know if you've got a million things on one day replying to us might be bottom of that list yeah <clears throat> that's but, yeah that's true but then you i suppose when you're trying to sell a service especially off the back of a either a cold email or a cold introduction of some sort you're never going to be at the top of anyone's list for that unless you're yeah. selling 50 pound notes for 20 quid like you're just not you're not going to be yeah. at the top of people's priority list people these people are running businesses you know mm. and the priority as it is for us the priority is to get money coming in especially t yep. when now when times are tough and people are trying to keep their head above water and you know maintain staff and all this kind of stuff yeah, yeah i think marketing costs despite how good of a service it is from what they've said to us is not the priority you know the priority for most businesses now is keep money coming in and stay and stay afloat i also think on that there is benefit in building and well starting and building a business in a period where the economy is where it is right now because if you can it's kind of like if you can you know that whole expression about new york like if you can make it here you can make it anywhere it's that kind of thing if we can make it work in this climate because we've spoken to a bunch of people who sincerely do and you know look they could be bullshitting us how do we you know how do we know but we have spoken to a lot of people where they do seem sincerely interested but they're like we just don't have budget right now and we're you know we're letting people go and we're having to revisit and cut down our marketing spend let alone reallocate it and blah 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 so there is an element of like if if we can make a sustainable business now and make it work and secure clients and deliver good results in an uh in in a climate like this then when things do get better we'll be we'll be flying no i completely agree i completely agree if we can make it now then we can make it when times are times are good mm. it's just i feel like there's a disconnect between the way we leave it with clients and the clients that we then sign and i don't think we've still figured out how we close that disconnect because we yeah. leave a lot of our calls thinking okay really positive they seem really bought into the product and the service they want to sign it and get it done we're thinking great we can add it to our forecast and we can put that in and you know it should it should close we're not naive enough to think 100 that it will but it should and i think that we still need to figure out how we close that gap i think i agree i think that comes down to script you know uh thing he was talking about that yeah i'm not going to say his name but you know who i'm talking yeah, about yeah, yeah he was saying that same thing you know when he was uh i was discussing our, our process and stuff with him and he was like what's your script and i was like i don't actually have one i know that's really bad <clears throat> as a salesman i know how bad that is but uh and he's you know he's like dude you need a script because that's that the thing though it, it, no i think it definitely really is. yeah because what happens is i think is it's that, definitely a factor but i don't I think know. it's a i think it's a big factor okay. dude because if you don't have a script there's no natural end point 
mm. you kind of end up going like, okay, well, so we'll send you the stuff. And I guess, you know, looking forward to hearing from you. There's no kind of quantifiable way of being like, hey, let's let's do this. Let's make it happen. Here's the contract. Here's this, here's that. Let's get it signed off by this date. Let's get a date in the diary to get this done. I think it. Ne- I think it's just about getting more of a concrete commitment from people. Because I think if you give people, you know, if you give people an inch, they will take a mile. True. And there is an element, if you, if you say to someone, you know, you pitch them on whatever it is, and you give them all the info, and they go, okay, great. And you go, all right, so uh, I guess, yeah, we'll send over all the info so you have it in email form. And then I guess, uh, looking forward to hearing from you. Yeah, hopefully, you know should we say like, by, end of, by end of this week, we'll hopefully hear from you. I don't think it's um, hardcore enough. I don't think it's like solid enough. Mm. I think you almost need to be saying to people like, this is why I like closing on the call. If you can, if you can say yeah, someone, yeah, but we don't. That's the thing. We, we thought we closed that one person on the call. Yeah, and it turns out that we haven't. Yeah, you know? and yes, like they may still sign and, and do it, but at the moment it's an un, it's an unknown. Um, but this is why, again, I think you know a lot of good salesmen talk about having more, you know, adding more scarcity, adding more urgency. If you close today, if you sign today, mm. we'll give you this. We'll throw this in. We'll add this in. I think that's a good thing to do. Saying to someone like, hey, if you're if you know we really want to get started, if you if you sign today, we'll we'll add this in for free. I think increasing the quality of our offer as an incentive to get people to close quicker is how you do more business. Yeah, I definitely think we should try that. I think that could have a and also an smoothening the signing process in terms of like removing steps. So, for example, talking about uh, Panda Doc. Yeah. For example, which uh, for anyone at home was uh, a software that someone uh, someone that I, I I trust told me about this software. We haven't actually used it yet. Um, but essentially, from what I understand, it's like a contract service where you can put like a contract or an invoice together. And in order for them to sign it, you can add a feature where for them to sign it, they have to pay, which means that on a call, you can be like, hey, you happy to sign? And they can be like, yeah, and you go, great. Well, let's just get it done on the call. So it's super quick and easy. And then that way you can send the contract to them on the phone, which increases your close rate because then you send them the contract and they said they're happy to sign it. Mm. And they can't then get to the contract to be like, oh, it says pay now. Well, I'll, I'll do this tomorrow because then it's like, True. oh, you're not going to yeah. pay. Um, It'd be so much, so much um, more helpful with invoices as well. Not having to chase invoices hugely. Yeah, we should definitely get that set up. I think by the time we reach out to the next industry, agreed, one hundred percent. Like a two week lead on that. Yeah, we do. So I think we finalize a sales script yep. and get that set up, uh, and then we also set up pandadoc and get that sorted and then finish the other things on the to-do list that we need which should be relatively straightforward to do but mm. i think then by that point we should be in a decent position to actually capitalize on the lead gen because i feel like the first industry that we did it's just a learning process like with everything isn't it, it is and also i know we're i know we're saying like oh we haven't actually closed anyone but like again we do still have plates you know spinning and we do still have deals that are on the table some harder than others we true. do yeah you're right we do but we have one potentially really good deal on the table yes sorry i thought you were talking about sorry uh <laughs> god i would love to go into I would that love i would to go love into that. to go into that i feel like you should maybe find a way to talk about it yeah as vaguely as possible we because got... it is it is it was an amazing it was just it was just an experience general, yeah. i mean it was just it was an insight into someone's life we it was, got it was amazing an email i can't I'm... wait to see how you phrase it <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the good stuff this is right a prime here. politician moment here yeah. i'm gonna to have to do the politician hand movement you know this thing with the thumb and the... <laughs> what is that? it's what it's all like... politicians do what's that you know this you know this obviously yeah okay i didn't know that they oh. all politicians yeah whenever they're giving a speech they put their thumb like they kind of yeah. hold their fingers like that and they put their thumb on top of their fingers okay and they sort of go look duh. okay all right that, and i yeah, will I do this that. and i will yeah. bring change and i'm this you know okay um 
We got an we we <laughs> say it, Barney. <laughs> say it. We what? No, no, I just really want to clip him doing like, oh, a right. politician we thing. Will, but... uh, we will make podcasts, <laughs> and we will we will make content. <laughs> we got it. Okay, one someone that we pitched for our services who came about as a result of the lead gen that we did. We pitched them, and. They, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even go as far as to say we pitched them. I mean, let's be honest. I, we, wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as it, that. We went in to pitch them. We went in, yeah, true. We went in with good intentions to pitch them. And we yeah. came out... Some Okay, I'm going to... Sometimes when you're on a call with a prospect, they will end up... They will some, some, some people like to talk more than others. Sometimes you go onto a call with a prospect and they're very much like, hey, what's the situation? What's the service? What do you do? How much does it cost? What do I get for it? Can you do this? Can you do that? Bish, bash, bosh. Sometimes they like to go, yeah, because things with me, I'm sort of a, and then they sort of just, they they just go on. Yeah. yeah. And some of them Sometimes go, they go on for about an hour, <laughs> you know, just, and, and not go anywhere with it. So we yeah. had a call with someone just who, who random. did, who did go on for a very long time. And it was north she, of an hour and a half. It was was it an hour and a half? It was north it of was, an hour and a half. Yeah, 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 it was because I, I had because we had to jump on a second one. Yeah. yeah. So, wait, you talking about the second call? No, no, no. I just be the, oh, second, the second one the... of the same day because our free trial had ended with that first oh, of course, call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had to jump on the second um, call just to put it in perspective. Well, essentially, yeah, and we had to and we had to push back another meeting as well. We did, yeah. Basically, but it, it seemed like it was going to be good. Essentially, no. I will be honest with you. I told you. I know. I, know. I, I literally told you, the minute we got off the call. I said, "Dude, my bullshit meter is telling me stay away." I know, we but are, I'm, we higher, need to stay I'm away. higher in openness, and like, you're higher in conscientiousness. And so, because I, this is one of those things where, because I'm higher in openness, I'm more like, I don't know. There could be. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I see the, uh, yeah, and you're yeah. more the pragmatic of like, I don't think this is going up. Yeah, yeah. And you were right. Um, but I think that in that situation, I was like, look, it, it's something kind of quirky yeah, I, and something kind uh, of yeah. interesting yeah. and it could lead to something kind of cool. Yeah. But I also can admit that it, it, obviously, it obviously will not in this oh, case. Tell you, the door's open. <laughs> the door is The door open. is still open. Um, For free. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say that. <laughs> He's not watching. <laughs> Let's keep it real. Okay. We got, we, we, we pitched our services on this call and he wanted a very particular arrangement um and i said look we can we can accommodate you as much as possible in this way but but this is kind of our line of what we can accommodate for what for what you would like and he you're went doing a very good job actually thank I'll you i'll give you that you're doing a very good job because no one would know who this is right if they're watching they wouldn't know it's them right Does, anyway. it, does it matter if they know it's them? It's as long as Absolutely we're not. Absolutely not. It's no, as long as we're not. not but it's not. It's not as long as we're not exposing them and their name and what they did to everyone. It's fine, that right? Who that gives a fuck if they're watching this and they're yeah, like, "Oh, true. I think this might be me." In general, yeah. So he 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 was a bit of a character, let's say that. And we went on the call. Ended up running for like an hour and a half, and he's just telling us thing after thing after thing after thing. And I keep trying to kind of slowly pivot back to like, okay, let's get something firm in. Seemed really positive. He was like, "Yeah, great." Uh, and I said, look, this is our bottom line. This is what we can do. This is what we can't do. If you think that will work, great. He then came back to us after about a week and was like, you know, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> and and was like loving the idea, you know. And then uh, and then he said, could you maybe work on the price like more like this? And I said, honestly, man, look, I'll be so real with you. 
I've got staff to pay. We've got costs. Like this is the bare minimum I can I can do for you. And I literally went so I was like, anything less than this, I can't pay staff. So I I, I can't I cannot physically do lower than that. I'm not trying to like gouge you. I'm not even making any money off this side of it. But I'm actually legit. Ironically, I was like, I'm actually legitimately backing what you would like to do. He had like this grand vision for his creation, what he thought it could be for him, and. I was happy to kind of go along with that and to try and uh, make something cool out of it. But I did have a minimum threshold to make it worth our time because it's still a business. And I did express that, you know, we're a newish company and blah, blah, blah. He um, he then came back and was like, well, can you do louder than that? I said, look, man, I just, I don't think I can, but you know, I would love to work with you, blah, blah, blah. And then we got an email from him. Today. Today. And... We need to give some context into... <laughs> it's just really hard, the... man, because we I can't... know, I know that. The context, but the... The but it's not it's not very often you meet people like that no it's not so it's interesting to it anybody that's, really wa that's watching or listening that, we, the, that the, you the, can the actually interact like the that the tone of the email was very much you guys have no idea what you're dealing with here i am a pretty big deal it was literally like a ron burgundy from anchorman it type was, email it, it was, was like that. my apartment smells like rich mahogany you know that. it was an i have many leather bound books <laughs> That was kind of the, was that not that you read the email was that yes. not the vibe yeah, yeah. so and what there was, was an and there was an air of like well not even an, I'm trying I'm trying to be so delicate here but there was an air of not even an air he just said it something to the effect of like listen you guys are uh, doing some cool stuff I guess but uh, it's incomparable not even doesn't even touch the sides of yeah. what I would be looking to do in terms of you know yeah because i'm kind of the big cheese yeah, and yeah. uh my the stuff i want to do it's gonna blow everything else you're doing with any other client any, and 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 everything you're doing yourselves he was kind of like uh sunning us he was kind of like big big dick in us he was yeah. kind of like you know hey uh hey kid you got some yeah you got some cool little video yeah. stuff going on there but but what i want to do with you guys next level just incredible um, i'm just kind of incredible a, i'm kind of a big deal um that being said i can't pay you anything yeah nothing but I just buy into the buy into the thing. This is gonna be I mean, this is Scorsese level big. And you sort of go, Well, if it's that big and you're that big, you should have money to pay me and my team. You'd think. You'd if think. you don't, then maybe there's a chance that you're not as big as you think you are, maybe. There's a chance. Who knows how who big that to, chance is? Who am I to say? Who are we to judge? Who are we to judge? Who are we to judge? I agree. And this is the thing. I think that, you know, we're fortunate in the sense that we have we have awesome clients. We have awesome clients that we work we with. They're really like a joy to work with. And I think this is the other thing as well, because, you know, you hear about this whole thing of, you know, like the Pareto um, distribution of like 80-20 and how 80% of your uh, problems come from 20% of your clients and 80% of your profit comes from 20%, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, this is the kind of client that is not worth the money and in hindsight and you even said this the other day you were like i don't even know if i want to work with him even if he does pay and i agree with that i think we just need to be very careful about who we work with i think yeah you know we should only be working with people that we genuinely want to work with and, and help well it's like mm. i say, it's like i say i can't remember who said it but it's like you know i think it's russ the rapper who said it but he was like not every bag is a good bag you know, not yeah. every check is a good check. And some some bags will, will come with so many strings attached that it's, it's just not worth it. And I mean, you know, in dealing with this particular individual, it would have been a nightmare. No, I agree. It would have been insufferable. I agree. 
I agree. And I and the thing is, people at home might be like, oh, this is kind of unprofessional or whatever. But it's like, I actually don't think that it is because I think we are, we we really look after our clients. I think we really do go above and beyond. And, you know, Barney too, obviously. I do think we do a really good job. I agree. And I think we have a good relationship with our clients too. And that's why they like working with us. And so when you have someone who kind of tries to like belittle what you're doing mm. and also then somehow expects you to do free work for them, after taking up at this point about like two hours of your time um just to kind of waffle on about themselves yeah to then be like ah yeah you know what you're doing like you know you need you get someone like me involved people are going to notice but also i don't have any money to pay you or your team it's mm. like dude what yeah. are you doing who who are yeah. you i just i just don't like people that sit on their high horse and look down on other people i just think no matter what level yeah. you're at i just i don't respect that at all no i agree I agree. But I think, because I agree with you, I just think it's even more bizarre when it comes from someone who is not at that level. Agreed. It's one thing if you have someone like, I don't know, fucking Jeff Bezos being like, listen guys, I'm not going to pay you because you're getting me on your thing. So if you want to have me as a client, I'll I'll do it if you do it for free. And then you get to say you worked with me, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, is it still an asshole move? Yeah. But you can be like, well... He has all the leverage here and it is really cool to be like, well, we got to work with Jeff Bezos. So yeah. let's work with Jeff Bezos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you're like Barry off the corner and you're like, listen, guys, mm. you shouldn't even need money. No, I agree. No, I completely it's agree. Like, what are you talking like, about, dude? No, this is why this is why I said to you when we jumped off the call. I was like, I don't, I, I just, I don't want to work with that person. I just don't want to work with them. That was before we even started going back and forth on the price. I was like, no, I just, something's off. I just yeah. like, you know, and look, you'll you'll get like that sometimes, and occasionally you'll you'll meet people, and you just think this is not really a that's not the right match. Mm. You're better off going to another to another business. Also, um, there is the argument of um, I heard someone say when it came to like price psychology once, who said when you charge lower for a service, you end up getting people who become more nightmarish because they are the ones who will try to haggle even more even when the price is lower and they will they are the ones who will always want as much as possible for every penny they're spending and they will want every single they'll be constantly on you they'll be trying to squeeze every drop of and actually the people that uh when you charge a premium and you get people that can afford to pay a premium those people recognize that they're paying you for a service and they're happy to pay the money they don't have the time to waste trying to haggle you for an extra 100 quid or 200 quid off. They're just like, right, this is what the price is. Okay, are you doing it? Yeah, awesome. That's taken care of. I'd have to think about that now. The guy I'm paying to think about it is thinking about it. And I would love to, I would love to only work with those with those types of clients. That would be ideal. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's just not it's just not the world we're in. You know, especially at this at this stage of our journey when we're only a few months into the business, we're still trying to find the perfect price point mm. for our product, our service. And we think we're at a very good price point now. Yeah. You know, the clients are happy paying what they're paying for the service that we're providing. I think if we tried to go as we did before, if we tried to charge significantly more, I think we'd struggle to get to get I clients agree. on board. And I think if we charge significantly less, the juice wouldn't be worth the squeeze. Absolutely. So I think we are kind of now at a point where it, it does work. We're in the right zone. We are in the right zone. And I would love to be at a point where we're charging, you know, three times as much for what we're doing, what we're doing now. And clients understand the value that we're providing and, and we can work on that basis and it's a symbiotic black and white relationship but mm. that's just not the reality unfortunately um i think we i think also there's an element of we were quite fortunate to get good clients early on we were because i that's think true. the first couple of clients that we signed have been really like 
breezy to work with They've yeah been so like so easy so easy going like if they have wanted changes or updates or anything they go about it in a really helpful constructive yeah. way they take on our advice when we give it and it's just it's so smooth and i think when you've had clients like that you really do notice the comparison it's okay. the same thing with business partners or you know relationships or whatever you, you know there are comparatives and uh, and you notice that kind of thing agree so um which if anything i don't think is i don't i also don't think it's a bad thing because it does kind of give you an idea of what not to look for and what to mm. avoid you know when you start like you even said you know today where you were talking about someone a potential client and you were like i actually think if we sign this person it's going to be a bit of a nightmare because i think they're going to want xyz and and all the rest of it and i think it's going to be more hassle again and that was worth. someone uh, like you know yeah, yeah. A, again like at a more like discounted rate you know because we yeah just exactly doing, goes back wow to that's point. a good point like, i hadn't thought about that you know you're absolutely right again some, it's, it goes back to what you said which is true more often than not when you charge a lot less for your product damn that's so true you know, they want that. a lot more huh and i really didn't that's why i just don't that. think i just don't think it works if you if you do if you do projects or seasons, however you want to call it, at a discounted rate because you're keen to work with a client, it just doesn't work for either party. Really. Yeah, because also when you charge at a discounted rate, like this is the other thing that I'm, I, I've been thinking about a lot, which is if I give you a price for my service and you say, well, I want a discount on this, or I want a discount on that. It's like, okay, I can give you a discount, but this is your creative. This is like the face of your brand. Do you really want my team to be less incentivized to do a good job for you? Do you want them to, you know, not cut corners, but do you want them to be less motivated? You know, hey, how much? Sorry, I can only pay you this much for this one. Why? Well, because they didn't want to pay the full amounts. So they're only paying this. Oh, do you think that guy is going to be more motivated than the guy that is paid full price? Of course not. And it's interesting because when you say it like that, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought about the fact that the clients where we have discussed a significant discount for whatever reason to accommodate XYZ or trial based, whatever you want to call it, those uh have tended to be even though we haven't signed yet those have tended to be the ones that seem to require the most attention agreed and this is old news in business i've heard about this for years for years yeah but when you're going through it on your on your exactly. own that's when you really start to notice it and pick it up and sometimes you have to even though you see it coming and you know it, you're like yeah but i wonder how true that can yeah, really true. be and also if we're being honest there's a part of it's like well when you're starting out you can't and and you have overheads you can't really have the luxury mm. as much of being like well i want to pick everyone i work with perfectly and i'm only going to take on clients that you know you're like well we need to get case studies we need to get testimonials we need to show our showcase the quality of our we work cover bills we need like, to cover bills yeah, yeah, like true. you know yeah true so um yeah i think i think who you work with is more of a luxury once you've got base costs covered which we're now which we which, now which have we done. now have that, so yeah. and i agree i think we're at a point now where we can be more selective about who we work with and I think there's an argument now moving forwards that we don't entertain significantly discounted rates I agree. For, for, for businesses because we've now had a number of examples where that conversation has occurred mm. and we haven't signed them and we've spent more time on them than we have with people, you know, paying, paying more. Mm. And you think, well, hang on, something's not quite right there. Uh, something's, uh, you're telling us something there. You know, let's, let's focus on the clients that are willing to pay for our service yeah. at the price that we're pitching at absolutely you know? right so i think that should be the focus for us moving forward is not belittling or um reducing the value of our of our service to get clients through the door because mm. we don't need to 
Yeah, and I think on to add to that, like we said before, refining our refining our sales process. Yes, we'll get a script written up. And also, um, I think one other thing we need to do is we need to focus more on onboarding. I think we need to make more of a set process of onboarding because I think at the moment it's a little bit up in the air in terms of I guess you know so and so will mm. kind of come in and film and I guess we'll figure out when they might want to. I think we should set more of a process of like once you've signed the contract, you'll be instructed to do this then we'll need this from you then we're going to do this so that so that the ball's rolling i heard a fantastic thing from someone the other day i can't remember if i read it on um twitter or if someone told me but it was something to the effect of the most uh or was it you that told me it was like the most um pay extra attention in the in the firsts so in the first the first day after you know it was um i know who it was it was a a friend of mine who's a great sales guy and he does uh he does sales training he's actually just um joining a new company as a co-founder fantastic guy anyway irrelevant my point is he was saying how one thing he's seen in the sales process is pay pay a lot of attention to the first so when you sign a client the first hour the first day the first week the first month um pay extra attention for those kind of those milestones like you know really go above and beyond um because immediately after the sale you want to really reinforce they made the right decision and i think a lot of people get the attitude of like all of the effort everything 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 and then once you get them over the line you just stop and it's very much synonymous with um with dating right it's like people talk about you know dating and then marriage it's like you know when you're dating someone you're putting on all the effort you're taking them on fancy dates and buying the flowers and blah 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 and then you get married and you're like oh, okay well, i don't have to do that anymore because yeah. I've, got, I've got her now it's like no you still have to date your wife it's the same kind of thing i think just because you've signed a client doesn't mean you need to stop impressing them you still need to remind Agreed. them why they signed with you so that they will keep um you know they'll keep paying you and they'll keep wanting to work with you and it's funny i actually had someone in my discord i run a private discord community and i had someone who said to me in my discord um oh uh in my someone someone wrote oh i lost a client and uh this guy and then someone else wrote um yeah clients always leave after like a few months anyway it's just how it goes that's why you need to always be getting more clients and i wrote back um yes you do you should always be getting new clients anyway because why not keep building pipeline but i disagree that clients are just gonna leave after a few months yeah it's like if a client leaves they're leaving because they don't they they can no longer justify paying you comparative to what you give them and that's all that it is if you're you know if you if you signed if you signed a client and they pay you keep it round numbers a grand a month and you bring them 1500 a month and that just happens let's say on clockwork like a money printing machine they are never not going to sign with you no one's going to stop paying you a grand if they can make 1500 so if a client's not signing with you it's something to do with the value and that yeah. might not even be your fault it might get to the point where they're like look you are bringing them a great value but they think there's better value here instead yeah but so i do think that like delivering an amazing result for a client and staying focused on making the client happy is something that's really really important 100%. and um and it's that thing of yeah i'm trying to think of the, th- the other thing that i saw but it was something to do with like how people just don't think about aftercare when it comes to the sale. Yeah. They just like do ru- everything up to the point of sale. And then after the point of sale, it's like, okay, good. They've signed. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. But I think we're quite good at that. I think no, no, our, we um, are. But I, I, think- I know you're talking about in relation to that, that, that private conversation on discord, but I think as, as, a, as a business, we're good at aftercare with our clients. Absolutely. Um, but I think we need to tighten our processes a bit more. I think we need to tighten our processes just in terms of like efficiency. I think our clients are really happy and we treat our clients really well. I just think in terms of like internally, I think for our own like um, organizational structure, 
I think we should just add a few more processes in terms of like, so that it's like clear. Yeah, no, I, I agree. More for us, because the clients are happy. But... No, I agree. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, yeah, we just need to think about how we can, I suppose, yeah, maximize the conversions of the clients that we do pitch and then scale the business or how we can build build up a new pipeline. I suppose some, most yeah. of that will come from the lead gen that we'll set up. Um, come from the lead gen, plus we've got our t-shirts now. We do? Yeah, God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, so, technically we have our t-shirts. Yeah. So we ordered we had an idea that we did once before. We basically went to a tube station and we stood outside the tube station with a, a sign that we got made and Let's give a bit more context, sorry, because that was that was a <laughs> shocking marketing stunt. Right. When you look back at it. Um it was it was we did that pretty poor. So what we, we did it, we could have done it. We no. We could have done it way better. I don't think the idea was shocking. No, no, the idea was good. The way we executed it was very poor. Yeah. It was me and Ollie stood outside of a tube station in our own clothes, casual clothes, basically stood there talking to each other, laughing with each other, leaning against the pole with our back to the security that was wandering through the uh, the area to basically stop anybody like us standing there. And we had, sorry, I wouldn't even say we had a sign. We had a sign that Ollie was basically holding up and kind of clutching to his chest so that no one could see it. And basically, anybody walking past would think we're just two randomers, basically, in a conversation. It, a no, no, it wasn't so that no one could see it. I was holding the sign. Everyone who was in the direction that we wanted to see it, they could see it fine. I was holding the sign because my logic was, like I said, if the security guard came and he said, oh, you can't do this here, I could say, well, well I'm not actually, I'm not got a sign on the floor. There's so no sign on the floor. Yeah. Well, because then technically I'm a yeah, guy standing yeah, technically, outside. Yeah, but you forget that, you know, technically, yes. Technically. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, technically, yes. So, um, but no, we didn't, the point is we didn't look like, we just looked like a couple of random guys. We and, and we were talking to we each other the whole time. And having a laugh. Which meant fight. that like, we didn't even look approachable at all. It was actually really stupid. It was we, really how stupid. We did, how yeah, we the did only it. people that approached us was a guy that I know who yeah. works in that area, uh, was someone who uh, came to scan the QR code and leave yeah and someone who asked us for a service that we don't provide yeah. in bournemouth yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. it was like that was the only thing that we got yeah. out of that entire morning i think it was but yeah. so we were going to sack it off and then i was like look i think there is legs to this we just have to <laughs> we just have to refine it we have to we, we, we can't say for certain that this idea this or this avenue of marketing doesn't work yeah. so let's invest a bit more money into it and then we'll see let's yeah. invest a bit more money into it and let's see so instead so now what we're going to do is we've got these t-shirts made with our logo on them and we're essentially the three of us skeeth myself and barney we're going to go to a tube station and this time instead of having like a sign we're going to have one person holding an ipad with like a video playing on a loop of you know the introductions of podcasts that we've done and stuff so people can see very upfront immediately what we do someone else uh handing out cards like business cards you know with like a discount yeah and uh, and then maybe someone else with like a sign or maybe someone just ready to talk to people or whatever, trying to stop people or whatever it is. But I think that's immediately very different. Having three guys in t-shirts that are branded from the company. I agree. One person with a, with, a, with an iPad, with a video showing, one person handing out cards, one person chatting, whatever, is immediately very different to two guys in plain clothes with a, a shitty sign. Having a laugh. Having a laugh. Yeah, I completely agree. So completely. I actually am fairly hopeful. Yeah, hopeful. I wouldn't go as far as I'm fairly hopeful, but I but I, I think it's a good stunt to try. I think and, and see. I think if we do it for the studio instead of the agency, I think we'll do well. Well, we are doing it for the studio instead of the agency. The brand is the yeah. Studio. No, I know, but as in initially we were going to do it for the agency. We were. You're right. Um, but 
We also got the t-shirts a week before we decided to entirely rebrand. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, just another top tip right there. <laughs> <laughs> if you are going to start a business. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we'll give it a go. And we'll see what we get from it. Because be there's no harm in doing that. Um, I think more important than any of that, you and I, and probably Barney as well, we all need a good night's sleep. <sighs> so true, man. We are all so oh. tired. Barney looks like he's about to. I was going to say, dude, you don't look I, very well. I've got, I've got so much worse since we sat down in this I can, room. I can, you look yeah, like I'm just like, yeah, everything's shutting down right now. Well, yeah, we both need a good night's sleep. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, I agree. I was saying to you a boring story, but yeah, I'm just not sleeping well at the moment. I don't know why. I think it's something hereditary. My dad had it. Fucking don't want that, man. Did he? Yeah. Wait, what? His, a hereditary sleep thing? Yeah, he, um, he's got a really, really dysfunctional sleeping pattern. So he oh. would go to sleep at one in the afternoon, two in the afternoon, and then go wake up at whatever time, four or five. I think that's and called then, a nap. No. And then he would and then he would not go to sleep until the early hours of the morning and then for right. like a few hours. But it was right. just always disrupted. Basically. Right. Like when he was like when he was working, he'd he'd get home at maybe like four or five, then he'd go to bed at like five, six or something like that. Wow. Wake up at like nine, ten, and then not go to bed until like early morning, like late early morning. And it's just and then he'd wake up in the middle of the night. The whole, the whole thing was just really dysfunctional. Jeez. Um, so I really hope I haven't picked that up because I always said to him I'd really be pissed off if I did. But Did you ever look into that? No. Ne- never? Never. No, he just sucked it up. <laughs> just just skied away. Skied away. <laughs> just deal with it, hey, man. man. You've got a really debilitating lifestyle condition there. Did you look at it? Nah. Not a pansy, am I? Just crack that. on with it, you know? Yeah, just crack on. <laughs> pull um, your socks up. Yeah, <laughs> pull your socks up. What is it? Sleep shaves twelve years off your life. You know, ah, fuck that. I'll 12, sleep when I die. Those 12, twelve years <laughs> yeah. of the girls. A casual thing. Um, yeah, no, sleep is so important, man. I was even saying, like, I know it's, this is so obvious and boring. Everyone's like, oh, sleep's so important. It's like there's nothing original in what I'm saying. But I, for what it's worth, I did really notice. I really think there's a big correlation between my mood and uh, and when I don't sleep very well. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I 100%. said, I said something to you in the car that triggered you when i was like you said uh you said how you were sleeping really badly and uh and i said well how like close to your uh sleep are you eating and you were like yeah sometimes pretty close to sleep and i was like well eating close to your sleep that is really bad for your sleep and that does disrupt your sleep and you're like yeah but i'm doing that for years it's never an issue before and i was like yeah but we're getting older man and then that he was a and then sobering moment and then ski just went fucking hell man <laughs> you have to take it out of me like really like that you're getting older there bro yeah Thanks, man. I'll keep you around. Shall I just say, you know, the little motivation right there? Yeah. So we we need to get a good night's sleep. We do. We will. I think we should do that now. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, there's, no, there's no point waffling on for another. No, I agree. Minutes. No, I agree. We're, Look, we've given we've given the update on on stuff where and we, we are. should be considerate of people's time. You know, if people are willing to listen to 45 minutes of actual like updates on how the business is going and how to you I know, agree. what we've learned awesome i don't think we should uh, rob 15 minutes from them to try and reach an hour i think we should it'd be better for us and for them if we got uh that's a really really sleep. wholesome spin i like that i'm a wholesome guy dude uh, i don't know <laughs> let's leave it on that shall we do you want to wrap it up then yeah, and <laughs> do your spiel at the end uh, yeah. watch i can't even i can't even think straight i need sleep uh subscribe please if you're not subscribed because um we have awesome stuff coming and uh, and this is a really cool journey i think it's cool to document where the business is going and you're literally watching week by week the you know making and maybe failing of a company so uh that's but- the spirit <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's from the ceo's mouth yeah. uh 
<laughs> so yeah, but uh, no, subscribe. Please like the video as well. If you like the video, that means that um, it gets seen by more people than that. And that makes uh, that makes Barney happy. So please subscribe, like the video, and we'll see you in the next one.